Hey there, how strong is your team? Today, we're going to make it incredible. I spent the last 10 years teaching corporate America leadership and teamwork. Now, I've left my nine to five job to help as many people as possible become leaders in their work and personal lives. Some say leaders are born, but I say they're built. This podcast is the beginning of my mission to create change on a massive scale. Join me and follow along as we explore leadership, teamwork, and growth together. My name is Brian Rollo, and this is Lead with Impact. Hey there, this is Brian. Thank you so much for being with me today. In today's episode, I would like to talk a little bit about creating incredible teams. We've talked before about the fact that a leader is really only as strong as his team or her team. And it's so true. If you think of a sports team, for instance, a coach is only ever really as good as his or her players. And a chef needs quality ingredients if they want to make a great and delicious dish. In both cases, you can't do it by yourself. So it's the same with a leader in any sort of corporate or business setting. You need great team members in order to be a great leader and in order to obtain high performance. And so many problems are created because a leader doesn't have great team members to start with. Jim Collins, who is the author of an incredible book called Good to Great, he said this. He said, if you have the right people on the bus, the problem of how to motivate and manage people largely goes away. The right people don't need to be tightly managed or fired up they will be self-motivated by the inner drive to produce the best results and be part of creating something great. And that is so true. When you have the right people on your team or on the bus, as Jim Collins says, then a lot of other problems simply don't come about because you've got the right people to start with. And the inverse is true, of course. If you have the wrong people, problems do arise sometimes continually, and it can just drag you away from your main goal of building your business and accomplishing great things. So how do you do that? How do you get those right people on the bus? We need to be really careful, of course, with your hiring procedure. Who do you let on the team? Who do you let on the bus? If it's just anyone, there are going to be problems. One of the best things you can do is have a predisposition towards action-oriented people. If you think about it, there's really two sorts of people, thought-oriented people and action-oriented people. And they're both great qualities, but to get things done, you need action-oriented people. And by the way, these aren't mutually exclusive. But the problem is, if you have a team with a lot of thought-oriented people on it, things just might not get done. And there's a very true saying 
that it's much easier to train and educate an action-oriented person than to motivate and activate a thought-oriented person. So you really want to make sure that the people on your team are action-oriented. One of the great ways to do this is when you talk to them before you let them on your team, ask them what they've accomplished, not what they've thought about doing, not just a list of references or places where they have worked, but a list of things that they've done, that they've accomplished, and that they can show you. This will start to ensure that you are bringing on somebody who has actually done things and has the capability to take action. Once you do that, you need to put these people in the right place. You know, use a sports analogy again. Even the best football coach has to put people on the right or in the right position. For instance, if you had the world's best offensive lineman, big heavy guy, 330 pounds, say, he would make a terrible wide receiver, which is the position that needs to be able to run fast and catch the ball. And the opposite is true. If you had the best wide receiver in the world, somebody who's really fast and quick and can catch anything, he'd be in big trouble if you asked him to continually be your best blocker and block those big mean guys on the other team. That's not his strength. So a coach puts the right person in the right position. Chess, excuse me, chess instead of checkers. So you've got to A, know your people, and B, put them in the right place. And one of the obstacles to this sometimes, especially in bigger organizations, is the org chart. Now, org charts can be really helpful tools, but a problem can come with them. And that problem is we feel glued to them. In other words, a person must go to step one, then step two, then step three, then step four, and that's the only way it goes. And if you're not at step two, don't even think about going to step three. Or if you're not in this particular lane, don't even think about going over to that lane. The problem with that is if you become beholden to these pieces of paper, you will not be able to put the right people in the right places because that's just not the way it works. If you have a position, say at step four, if you are obligated to only look at people in step three, your pool is going to be a little bit smaller. You may have the best person in the world at step two that just needs a little bit more development. So be careful of that org chart. And this all comes down to communication and collaboration. Knowing your people, knowing their strengths. And you have to bring on people who are willing to communicate back and willing to collaborate back. That's the second thing you really need to see from them, is they have the ability to communicate and they have the ability to collaborate with others. And this comes down a lot to those one-on-one -on -one conversations, making sure that you are working with the people on your team, that you know them, and that you are putting them in the right position. So you should know for everybody on your team, not only what they're doing now, but where they would ideally like to go. Hopefully this plays to their strengths. 
If not, the two of you can collaborate together either to help them build skills or to retool that vision. But knowing this, knowing where each of your people's strengths are and knowing what their goals and dreams are will help you put everyone in the exact position that they need to be in. So there's a lot more to talk about on this, and I want to keep this one sort of short today. Tomorrow, we'll come back and finish up this conversation, or at least extend it a little bit, because it's such a big topic. I want to make sure we give it the time needed. That is it for today's episode. If you found us out there on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Podcasts, if you could subscribe for free, rate and review, that would be outstanding. You can also find us at brianrello.com slash lead. I hope your day is going great. Go out there, make it even better, lead with impact, and I will talk to you tomorrow.